When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Ladies and gentlemen, back again with another episode of the Bow Down Podcast. I'm John Garris. My partner is away on vacation. Nobody was expecting this week to be as crazy as it has been in the college football world. However, for those who possibly live underneath a rock, Nick Saban is no longer the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. He stepped down, he retired, and it was kind of like, oh, well, there's a number of different ways which which they could go and replace him and who's going to step into his big shoes that he left behind and none other than you guessed it Kalen DeBoer unfortunately you lose the national championship on Monday you lose your head coach the following Friday um, it's really a tough time in Seattle. You already heard, you already seen the trickle effects that it has had. A number of player of, players of ours have joined the transfer portal. A number of transfer portal players that have committed to us are going back into the transfer portal. Will Rogers is already going back. Ethan Barr, Trey Watson, and that's just as of now. Um, Zedarius, the 2025 recruit that committed on Monday, he's decommitted already. Uh, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough time. Asa Turner joining the uh, transfer portal. Mishael Powell, Jabbar Muhammad. Uh, it's just, it's it's a real tough time in Seattle and. I would say the only way to salvage some of these players and to keep and to hold on to some of these players would be to hire in-house, would be to hire somebody like Ryan Grubb. It would be to hire somebody like Jamarcus Shepard, associate head coach. However, there's been reports now that both of them are also going to Tuscaloosa with Kalen DeBoer. Now, a lot of people I've seen are mad at Kalen DeBoer for making this decision and they're mad at him for, you know, jumping ship and how could you do this to us? We had so much success. You were supposed to be the next big thing. You were supposed to be the next Don James. You're supposed to be the next dog father. But if you really break it down and look at Kalen DeBoer, it's really no surprise. And once the Alabama job became vacant and, you know, Danny Lanning said he's not taking it. You sell Mike Norvell, so he's not taking it. And they all got, oh, extensions. Uh, give him an extension. And then all of a sudden you started seeing Kalen DeBoer is not getting an extension. And it's like, hmm, well, who else could they possibly go to? So he's from the NAIA level in Sioux Falls, small of small time 
college football period. He's fairly new to the Power Five football conference. He got his start in Sioux Falls as a head coach, winning the three straight NAIA titles, going to Fresno State, going to Indiana to be the offensive coordinator, then going back to Fresno State, coaching for a couple seasons, one season being a COVID year, that really doesn't count, but then having success in that next coming season. And then becoming the head coach of the Washington Huskies and having great, great success in his first two seasons, only three losses at 25 wins and three losses and a power five Pac-12 conference. Now he has no roots to the university. He's not an alumni. He, he didn't play there. He coached there for only two years. Everybody that he's brought, he's brought from previous universities that helped him along the way. Now, to be mad at him for being as green and as new to the college football landscape as he is, to be offered a position like the University of Alabama's head coaching job, Who's not going to take that if you really have no no say in the university that you're at now? Like, th there's no loyalty. There's no allegiance to the University of Washington. It would be different if he played there. It would be different if he graduated from there. It would be different if he was a coordinator before he was a head coach there. But he wasn't. He has no allegiance towards the University of Washington. And now... He's jumping ship and everybody that's mad at him, I think they're wrong. They're wrong because this is exactly what you do when your name's hot, when you're the hot commodity, com commodity when you've won all these player uh, coach of the year awards, every single one you could possibly name, uh, everybody on your coaching staff winning all these assistant coach of the year awards. Um, you have to go... The, when your name's hot, you got to get going. And that's the bottom line. And who knows when an opportunity like the University of Alabama would have ever happened for Kalen DeBoer, then it kind of, you know, the stars aligned and Nick Saban stepped down and Kalen DeBoer led the Washington Huskies, a Pac-12 team to the national title. And they've had success these past couple seasons. So, there it is. It's yours for the taking. It's an incredible opportunity for him. I'm happy for him. I wish him nothing but luck. However, the spot that he leaves Washington is not great whatsoever, especially since now they're going to go into the Big Ten, a very physical conference, a very old school where they're not going to be throwing the ball a hundred times like we're used to in our Michael Penix era of Washington Huskies football. So, they're going to need to make a huge signing as a head coach in order to keep some of these players and to, you know, give us a spark back and give us some sort of hope. Now, I have a list of odds-wise who some of the Vegas people are saying could possibly be replacing Kalen DeBoer as being Washington's football coach. So, the favorite white right now is Matt Campbell at plus 125, the head coach for Iowa State. I think his time has come and gone. I think he was good maybe five years ago, but I really would not like that hiring whatsoever. 
Then they have Ryan Grubb at number two at plus 350. I don't like like I said before, there are all these reports now are saying that him and Shepard are going to jump ship and they're going to be joining him in Tuscaloosa too. So I'm definitely, I don't see that happening as well. Uh, Jed Fish at plus 450, the head coach at Arizona. Definitely not a fan of hiring somebody within conference. If you're going to hire somebody, go for a young gun, you know, from a mid-major possibly, you know, Tulane's head coach or Liberty's head coach, somewhere of that nature. But don't go within the conference trying to hire somebody from the same conference that you've just played in. Uh, Then you got Lance Leopold, the head coach for Kansas, who's had success these past couple seasons at plus 1,000. That would be an interesting one. I wouldn't be mad at that because I remember even when he first had success his very first season, that there were rumors that he could possibly leave. And this one, this one kind of surprised me now. Kyle Whittingham, head coach for Utah. He's not leaving Utah. That's crazy talk. Plus 1,500. Um, odds definitely not great, but it's just interesting that his name even made the list. Uh, he's not leaving Utah. He's going to stay there until um, he decides that he's not going to coach anymore. Now, there are some names not mentioned that I think are worth to keep an eye out for. Um, I read an article that had Cliff Kingsbury possibly being a candidate, the quarterback's coach for USC, former Texas Tech head coach, former Arizona Cardinals head coach. Now, his offensive strategy, his offensive game planning, his ability to develop the quarterback position goes hand in hand with competing at high levels. And I think that would be great to bring into the Big Ten season in the first season that the Washington Huskies are going to be competing in the Big Ten. Now, other than him, I really... Everybody keeps throwing out Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's not going to come back to coach college football. Um, there's a lot There's a lot of other jobs out there, including NFL jobs out there, that are probably going to be more appealing than this Washington Huskies football job. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. But Cliff Kingsbury right now would probably be my number one pick just because it would be Ryan Grubb. But after reading that Grub jump ship and now he's going to be going to Tuscaloosa too, obviously they're not going to get him as well. But Cliff Kingsbury is definitely going to be probably my top pick at this time. And I think that'd be beneficial for even keeping the quarterbacks around from jumping ship and going in the transfer portal, keeping some of the recruits, the offensive recruits from jumping ship and decommitting. So, I mean, what a week. You lose the championship. You lose your coach. I feel terrible for these players who, you know, they went from the highest of highs throughout the season to the lowest of lows for losing the championship to the even lower than lows to losing your head coach and the one that had all the all the hope in you and, and all the faith in you and telling you that we'll be back next year, this and that, just to find out that he's gonna leave and become head coach of a different program with just it really stinks and I really hope and I really root that not a lot more enter the transfer portal I really hope that there's some kids out there that they're gonna wait and see who they hire as their head coach and then make a decision from there because I think that would be a lot 
more beneficial for them and for this program. And I don't think it's necessarily the end of this Washington football team. I think they could still really be competitive as long as maybe half of them still stay and half of them, you know, give the new coach a chance. I think they could really be competitive in the Big Ten, but, I mean, that remains to be seen. Uh, but right now, I mean, they're scrambling. I wish Jimmy Lake could have been an option, but, you know, he, he kind of screwed his own ordeal up. But um, just stay tuned. It kind of, this, this whole thing kind of put a wrench in our program because we had transfer portal players coming on. We had incoming freshman players coming on to – talk to us and, you know, help them introduce uh, them to Huskies Nation. So who knows who's going to stay? Who knows who's going to go? So just stay tuned. This is John. It sucks right now, but we'll get through it together. This is the Bow Down Podcast. Keep listening. Keep following us on all social media. And we'll get through this together. It sucks for everybody involved. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Yes, sir. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.